it's not what you do, but it's why you do it that will allow you to keep doing it. Welcome to Escaping the Ordinary Podcast. If you are ready to be the best version of yourself and level up your life, stay tuned as we interview special guests who will bring you all of the latest and greatest tips, skills, and know-how to make you the best that you can be. We know that you have it in you, and we are going to show you how with your host, Ryan T. So I want to welcome you to today's episode. This is a solo one. So you're just going to hear me interviewing myself, which kind of sounds weird. But anyway, I hope you're all been really well, especially through this time with COVID. I know regulations are changing and going good and then bad. And then, yeah, things are happening, especially in the wedding field, events, etc. I'm right in there with you guys. So feel free to reach out if you've got any dramas or you need any clarification on anything. But I guess it's called Ride in the Wave, right? So this episode today is going to be quite a short one. I've got a few things I want to share with you guys, a few little special offers, your chance to win something super special as well, and a marketing tip that I know you're definitely going to be able to book weddings on the back end of this marketing tip. So stay with me. So first off, I have to thank Together Journal. So Together Journal, if you don't know, is an incredible magazine, which is directed by the founder and editor, Greta, who is located in New Zealand. I interviewed her a few episodes ago. She's an absolute powerhouse and has created this incredible place for not just photographers, but for people planning weddings. So cut to the chase. Greta's been so kind and she's actually set me up with a code, a coupon code, which is for you to get the new and latest and greatest style guide through Together Journal for absolutely nothing. So here it is. Get your notepad and pen. The code is ETO-VIP. That's ETO-VIP. It'll be in the show notes as well. So the style guide, which is a new concept through Together Journal, is such an amazing hub. It's a, a digital download and it talks about color palettes, how important they are. And it's something really, really interesting. What I do is I send out a digital copy of Together Journal to all of my couples because styling plays a huge part in, I guess, what I deliver in the end of the day. I love turning up to a wedding and the styling's been thought about, the color palettes have been thought about. It directly reflects back in how good my photographs are. So this style guide that's designed by Together Journal it pretty much does that for you. You can forward this onto your couples. You can show them if they come into your studio, you catch up for coffee and you can share more knowledge than just photography. I think it's just a complete game changer, especially when you can give them advice and the right direction to create the right, I guess, vibe for their wedding day. So again, jump on togetherjournal.com. It's in the show notes, the style guide code ETO-VIP. Jump on, get it, have a look through this style guide. It's absolutely incredible. Now, the next one, if you follow in on Instagram, you may have seen that hold fast gear. So I am super, super grateful that I've been an ambassador with them for a while. They have just sent me through the new vegan leather solo money maker. Super long, but it makes sense because it's definitely my favorite camera strap. So 
pretty much what it is. It's a sling across from your shoulder down to your hip, carries one camera. And I've actually got the leather version and now they've just come out with their vegan leather and they've just gifted me this one. And you know what? Like the actual vegan leather feels smoother. The camera goes up and down so much easier. It's definitely, yeah, it's my favorite camera strap. I actually, I've got the Moneymaker, which is a dual camera strap. As much as I love them, I definitely love shooting with a single camera for most of the wedding. During the ceremony, that's probably the only time I really put on two cameras. But other than that, I've generally got one camera off me, especially for prep and reception, no doubt about that, or just an engagement shoot or something like that. I've always just loved having a single camera and I've tried straps around my neck. And when you pull the camera up, it goes across your eye, it rubs into your neck, super uncomfortable. And actually coming back to a quick little story, I remember being in Bali. This has got to be going on maybe three years ago now. And I just had like an extra, extra long neck strap on one of my cannons. And I ended up slinging it across my shoulder. I actually hold fast or I hadn't even seen a camera sling before. And it was so comfortable. And yeah, cut a long story short, Holdfast has obviously made them. And now their new vegan leather is just incredible. And they've given me the chance to do a giveaway. So you can have the chance to actually win one. You can win a vegan leather solo moneymaker. All I need you to do is jump on my Instagram. The update's going to be at the end of this week. So jump in, enter for your chance to win on that. And more details will be on the post there. Now the next one here is my new camera purchase. Yeah, I love cameras, right? Like I really, really do. And I don't shy away from talking tech. And I think it's, yeah, it's something I enjoy. And I know when I started, a lot of experienced photographers were like, you don't ask that question, what focal length someone's shooting, it's not important. And I understand, but it made me feel really bad. Like, I don't know, I just remember feeling like I was scared to ask the questions about focal length and cameras. And But you know what? I wish I did because I ended up just buying everything and none of it fit my style and selling it all, losing so much money and then finding what really worked for me. Maybe I would have had to have gone through that process anyway. Who knows? But anyway, my new camera purchase, you may have seen the Canon R five. So prior to that, I always had a Canon 5D Mark IV and I'd shoot on a 35 and a 50 mil lens pretty much for the whole day, except the reception dance floor, 24 mil prime. And that was it. Sometimes I put a 24 mil on for portraits, but generally my go-to is the 3550. I've tried every other one, 18, uh, sorry, 16 mil, 85, 70 to 200, 24 to 70 just wasn't my jam, any of them. So anyway, I sold one of my Canon 5D Mark IVs and purchased a new Canon R5. Now, my initial thoughts on it is I hated it, really did. I took it out for an engagement. Uh, sorry, it was a styled photo shoot on the Gold Coast and it went okay. I mean, the styled shoot was pretty slow, which they are, and it was a very good time to kind of, you know, not learn a camera, but to adjust things, not at a wedding day. And it felt okay. I mean, when I say I hated it, I didn't like the feeling of it and I couldn't put it down to anything. And then anyway, I had a wedding and I've still got a Canon 5D Mark IV and I took the Canon R5 with the new 50 mil RF on it. And I kept picking up my 5D Mark IV with the 35. And I mean, 35 mil is my focal length. That's what I use 90%, 80% of the wedding day. 
And I forced myself to just keep grabbing the R5 and I just keep grabbing it, just keep grabbing it. And the reason why I hated it is because ergonomically I wasn't used to it. It was like having a different, I don't know, a different nail gun or different hammer or I don't know why I'm thinking about building materials, but it was like driving a different car. Like the buttons were similar position, but my fingers weren't just going there automatically. I mean, I've shot hundreds and hundreds of weddings on that other system, the 5D Mark IV. So I put it down to just not being used to the camera system. So I made it, my goal was just to pick it up and just shoot and shoot and shoot on it and get used to it, get used to it. I started customizing the buttons to suit the way I shoot and having the customized controls the way I do. And now it is the favorite camera I've ever owned digitally. Let's say digitally, let's put that one in there. Or I still go back to the Canon 5D Mark IV as you know the no-brainer, like I don't have to think. But as I use the Canon R5 more, one, the focus, oh my God. Like if you can't nail focus on that camera, you probably got the camera turned off. It's so, so, so like, I don't know. I've never shot mirrorless before and I'm just like, holy crap. Like I can shoot at 1.2, someone walking directly to me and literally they're all bang on. And it's like, it's like a machine gun. Like it's, it's just incredible. I mean, it's like a gif all the time. So um, yeah, that has absolutely blown me away. The EVF has taken me a while to get used to. I'm still not like sold on having an EVF. I mean, the Canon 5D Mark IV, you can just look in the back of the camera. It's like an EVF and your exposure should be set. You should know exposure or understand exposure, but it's always handy to have. Like, don't get me wrong. There are situations where if you've got the camera up to your eye and you walk into a dark room, you can just dial it straight back rather than just shooting and hoping or dialing and hoping and shooting under shutter speed and getting everything blurry. But anyway, so as I mentioned, my first thought was I hated this camera and then I've soon come to love it. It's definitely overtaking the 5D Mark IV and that 50mm 1.2 RF lens, like, man, next level. I mean, I had the 50 on the 5D Mark IV, the 1.2. And if you've shot on it, you know, it's pretty soft. It's quite hard to nail focus, especially on moving subjects because it's quite slow. It does have beautiful character though. I have to say the 50 RF is a beast, way, way bigger than I would have expected or hoped for a 50 mil lens. And it weighs about 10 kilos. So yeah, that's the new camera purchase. I'll definitely be shooting a lot more on it and just looking forward to when Canon comes out with their 35 mil. RF lens, which just is, yeah, I mean, those are crazy. And it's made me shoot way more because it's so much easier. And anyway, tangent, I just purchased a, what are they called? CF Express 256 gig card. I think it's like $1,300 for SD card or CF or whatever it's called. Crazy, right? A lot of gigabytes when you're shooting big files like that. So anyway, recapping together journal. Thank you, Greta, for sharing that coupon code ETOVIP for that style guide. Guys, you've got to get it. If you want to check out the Hold Fast Gear Solo Leather, vegan, sorry, leather moneymaker, make sure you check out the Instagram giveaway coming up this week. Yeah, you've got to be in it to win it. Canon R5, blowing me away. Definitely next level camera. 
incredible pre-order if you're not yet. Now, the next thing I want to talk about quick marketing. I know this time's tough for many creatives and, and wedding professionals. And if you're a photographer or videographer, I think this concept or this little marketing technique can definitely give you a, a boost and a head start in the game, especially if you're new and you're starting out and you don't have, you know, return couples or you don't have that word of mouth or network yet. And all it is, is simply a free engagement photo shoot giveaway. And I mean, that's super simple, right? Free engagement photo shoot giveaway. So if someone's engaged, you offer them a free shoot, a complimentary photo shoot. That's what they're getting, a complimentary shoot. You might give them one digital, one print, and therefore you have the chance to sell on the back end of it, your weddings, right? This is what I did when I started. And I shot for about a month for free. It's not for everyone. And like, there's a lot of people doing it. So you might want to look at niching it a little bit, like a free engagement shoot for 20 to 25 year olds with red hair or same sex couples. I don't know. But what it does is it allows you to get in front of the right people. One, they're engaged. So they're planning a wedding. Two, they probably haven't even selected a photographer yet. You give this incredible experience. You provide a service. You provide photos. It's a no-brainer, right? So you might do a half an hour or an hour photo shoot with them. Why wouldn't they book with you if they had a great experience and got some great photos from it? So think about it. I'm not going to talk about the nitty-gritty and how to do it, but you can target on Facebook, you know, engage couples, etc. If you're struggling to get wedding clients, it's an amazing thing. And I think if you've been in the industry for years, you're never too far or too high to go and, and give back. You know, a lot of times I do this because for me, I want to get better at photography. You know, like that's what I enjoy. The business side of things comes naturally, but I love shooting and I love creating things with different light and no pressure situations. So I always look at doing these things. I haven't done one for a while because it's been super, super busy. But like I said, if you're looking to get bookings and you don't have that network or that word of mouth, like go out and target those engaged couples or do those free shoots, come up with an awesome little little system and how you can kind of sell on the back end of it or whatever you want to do. Remember, there's no right or wrong way. It also teaches you sales, teaches you marketing, teaches you everything. So I think it's a really, really cool thing. Now, the last little things I want to talk about is I have a few emails from last week from photographers that got me to look over their website. We've been in contact for a while and they, the common question kept coming up, which was what is letting me down? Why am I not booking the clients that I want to? Why does my work not look like X or this photographer? Now I can't speak for everyone, but it seems very common. What's letting a lot of photographers down is the photography. A lot of us focus too much on the SEO, the wording on the website, the branding or Instagram. Yes, we spend too much time on Instagram worrying about followers and likes, but the photos are just average. Honestly, like I'm not picking anyone out here and I'm not holding myself higher than anyone, but I think the way to stand out and why so, you know, there are photographers that are ahead of the game or key people in the industry is their photography. Like, yeah, everything else comes with that, but like go out there and practice and shoot and learn and grow and find the photographer 
that style you love or you don't know how to shoot like them, go and invest money if they offer mentoring or coaching or whatever and learn and pick their brain. And like you might have that opportunity to go out for a one-on-one with them and learn how to shoot like they do or upgrade your skill set. Because like I said, a lot of photographers just don't stand out or have a style. I mean, you're just shooting, shooting, and it's just imagery and that's great. But if you're looking to really stand out, I think you really need to think about curating, increasing your skill level, finding your style, which is just knowing how to shoot everything, doing what you love and keep on doing it. So just a little tip there. And, you know, like I want to finish off with, you can't stop learning, right? Like learning is the biggest key to success, I think. And getting off social media and worrying about all of that and and who's got the more followers, that's so irrelevant. You know, I always say the thing is, it's not what you do, but it's why you do it that will allow you to keep doing it. So if your why is stronger than your what, you're always going to pursue and push through these times, especially through COVID and stuff like that. Anyway, a solo interview. I hope you enjoyed this one. I've got an amazing interview lined up next week. Grab those coupon code. Stay tuned for that giveaway. Hopefully that marketing helped my little thoughts on my new camera purchase, Canon R5. And yeah, get out there, learn, keep shooting, keep positive, be healthy, be happy, and enjoy the time we get to share on this world. See you guys. We're so glad you have taken the time to tune in. If you found this episode useful, why not share it with a friend and be the light someone may need? Don't forget to subscribe and leave a review. This would mean so much to us. Ryan would love to connect with you beyond this episode. The links to everything and anything that was spoken about are in the show notes at www.escapingtheordinarypodcast.com. Talk to you next week.